most powerful thing that we can do is to never neglect our past. When I say this is where we come from influences who we are right now. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today, Rodolfo Carrillo of SirLeader.com. Rodolfo, it's awesome having you on the show. I'm all good. How about you? It's a pleasure to be here. Definitely. The pleasure is all ours and super excited to have you on to hear about all the awesome work that you're doing. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Rodolfo so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Rodolfo, as a conscious leadership shaman, Rodolfo has developed the power sir model for achieving leadership on the fullest potential as well as deep, sustainable personal mastery and organizational growth. As an MBA graduate, Rodolfo has, in, has been involved in business consulting and training for more than 15 years and has participated as an independent director in more than 20 business boards. He has also been meditating and in a spiritual development path since he was seven years old. Rodolfo has a very interesting and unique combination of business skills, experience, and spiritual wisdom that triggers profound transformation through his work, which is motivated by his purpose to raise consciousness in the world so all beings can live in harmony and greater well-being. Rodolfo, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am ready. Awesome, awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started with all the awesome work that you're doing. All right, so the, the work I do right now is a combination of two paths, two life paths. One is, as you mentioned, I started meditating when I was seven years old. So my mom got me in the spiritual path when I was a kid. Um, and then uh, the business path, which is uh, what I started in, in college. Uh, I did a master's degree in business and entrepreneurship. Um, and a few years ago, both worlds started merging, which was something I had always kept uh, apart. And, but people in the business world started asking me, how do you keep yourself so calm? How do you, how do you uh, deal with emotional situations? I was working on family business consulting, and there's a lot of dealing with emotions and, and all that. And so the, my path has been one of merging uh, that spiritual practice, that inner being and development with the business world and how to bring that into a productive environment and better relationships and obviously better results. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And I say so often, um, you know, on the show, um, and I don't know if you speak to this or this is part of the merging that you saw as well, too, where I feel like we often skip over the human aspect of business. We always think about you know numbers and all those things, which, of course, are important. But it seems like there's been more of a understanding about, you know, consciousness of, um, you know, self-care, just all those things that are essential to help you build to be a great, you know, business person, because it seems like you can't have one without the other. Exactly. But uh, as you mentioned, when I was when I was studying business in college, and that was a ton of years ago, um, I we usually got mentioned or, or told that our, our personal life should stay at home and we should come to business like oriented on results. Right? Right. And then at the same time, I studied psychology. I never graduated as a psychologist, but I studied enough to learn from a teacher that said, if you're always if you are able 
to leave your personal problems at home, which that has a, a psychological uh, term that it's called a psychotic breakdown, right? right. Like you, you can't really dissociate yourself right into two parts, right? You're always carrying that. You may be able to bottle it up or, or put it to the side, but you're always carrying it with you. So um, I think as, as the years have gone by, we've started to recognize that and we started merging um, fields as psychology and business and started to understand that people are much more than just productive machines. They have emotions, they have thoughts, they have beliefs, and then they have all these things going on within that when we learn to deal with them, we can actually become uh, have greater well-being, which is most important, but also more productive. Yeah, and that, and that productivity sounds like it expands, obviously, more than the quote unquote bottom line and being able to kind of make a true impact to the person, the people within the, you know, the, the society and also, of course, the organizations as well, too. And I know that's a lot of, you know, what you do, you know, with your clients. Could you take us through a little bit more on how exactly that manifests itself in, in the work that you do and how you serve your clients? Right. As you, as you mentioned, I work based on uh, what I created, which is the ser model, which is the verb to be in Spanish. Ser is the verb to be in Spanish, which is a model that will help us, uh, helps us bring our awareness within, but deal with what comes up. As we learn how to deal with what comes up, then we are better in relating with others, relating and with others. I mean, even work, uh, other people, clients, providers, like the whole system. Uh, so what I do is I work on three levels. One is business consulting. So how do we move businesses from profit-driven to purpose-driven so to create impact? Because when we move businesses into creating impact, it's easier for people to align themselves with business. So we get greater engagement, we get uh, better work, uh, team uh, work, we get better results. Uh, so business consulting, the other part is training. Uh, so leadership training, teamwork, uh, communication development, uh, and all those types of training on basically what we call soft skills or essential skills. And then the coaching or the one-on-one -on -one processes, which they go from, I usually like working with transformational leaders who are people who are seeking to create impact so that I help them expand and transform so that their impact is greater so that we can transform the world into a better place for all of us in a quicker way. Yeah, I absolutely love that kind of three pronged approach. And, and I feel like it covers, you know, people in so many different ways. So depending on if you need the one to one, or you rather have the training or just, you know, whatever might suit that person at that specific time, you, you offer those services. And I love how you said being able to sometimes make that bigger impact or even I guess, pivot or change into understanding that it's not just about profits, but it's about the impact and really drilling down on how exactly that aligns with the actions that the organization's taking. Absolutely. And that's another thing that uh, the business world has been understanding, which is if we focus on impact, we create better relationships with those around us. And so as we take care of others, others take care of us. So actually, uh, purpose-driven uh, organizations tend to be much more profitable than profit-driven organizations. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we sometimes can get, you know, very, as we were talking about, you know, with the, the silos of business and personal, in the same way, we can forget the, the impact that we make and how many, I guess, constituents or people are involved in the decisions that we make from an organizational standpoint. Obviously, you have the people that you're working with that are teammates, you have the clients that you're working with, you have society. And once we start to, it sounds like, understand all of that, it allows you to be a lot more um, strategic or purposeful, I guess, with your actions. Exactly. And as, as you 
as people around you start feeling better, which, and when I say people, probably that's not the best word. That's the environment around you starts mm. thriving with what you're doing, then you start thriving with with that, right? So I mentioned businesses or organizations being purpose driven, but also leaders who are purpose driven obviously create greater engagement with their teams because it's not about results; it's about thriving. So and thriving meaning. Uh, more than just money it's like we are all feeling great we're all expanding we're all understanding why why we're doing what what we're doing yeah that's absolutely powerful i love that sir model and how you've been able to kind of implement um and execute that and so what would you consider to be what i call your secret sauce and this could be for you personally or your business or a combination of both but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique yeah i think that well the key to the work that i do is the bridging of both worlds because I've walked the spiritual path since I was a kid and I've been through every single path that you can imagine. Like I've been around the world to being a spiritual seeker. But, but then on the other side, I've sat on 20 plus boards as an executive, as, as an external director. I've been a general manager for a big company. I've like, I've done the work on, on the business side. And um, what I've come to be able to do is bridge those two worlds. So we don't, and, and this was this was a first, uh, work that I did first on myself because at the beginning, like 20 years ago, both worlds for myself, they're really separate. When I was business, I was business oriented. It's like, it's all about results. And then on the spiritual side, it's like, okay, so I have this other practice that's really nice about well-being, right? And, but right now I've, I've uh, for the past 15 years, I've been merging those two worlds and that's, I think what I bring that is the most powerful thing, uh, which is understanding both sides and being able to translate between one and the other. Absolutely. Absolutely. I absolutely appreciate that. So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Oh, I think that's really simple on the on the surface which is meditation mm -hmm. and i say on the surface because uh, and that's what i teach and that's again the, the programs that i share it's like once you become aware which is meditation like right? you you're paying attention to recognizing you're silencing your mind so you can actually observe once you start becoming aware then what do you do with everything that comes up right and that's the key right so meditation is is, is the top of a, a, a or it's the surface of the practice but it goes much deeper into understanding what's coming up for us and how to deal with that. But meditation would be like, if you're not meditating, you need to start that, right? And, and, and there's hundreds of ways of meditation. So you, you can find whatever suits you best. Um, I usually share mindfulness meditation, which is really simple and, and, again, and, and at the same time, really powerful. There's other kinds of meditation, but just learning to become aware of our mind and to bring it to a state of calmness is really important. Yeah, that's absolutely powerful. I love that hack and that hack within a hack that you gave as well, too. So um, I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Most powerful thing that we can do is to never neglect our past. When I say this is where we come from influences who we are right now, right? And the greater awareness we have about our story, the better we can use that story in, uh, to our advantage instead of being rejecting that story. And as CEOs, that's really important because if our story is fear-driven, 
or leads us into being fear-driven, right? Then the way we're going to relate to others is also going to be going to come from fear, right? So if we are afraid of failing because we failed in the past, and probably the way we're re we're relating to others is from fear of failure. So we're probably pushing people way harder than they should. We're not listening to people. We're probably having uh, trouble delegating, right? Uh, so as I become aware of that fear that is driving me, I can transform that and say, well, do I want to use it or not? Or how do I want to use it right, with others? Right? But our story is always going to influence our, our, our present moment, especially if we're not aware of it. And when we become aware, we can choose how to use that story to our advantage. Mm, that's extremely powerful. I, I appreciate you for sharing that, Rodolfo. And uh, now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote, quote, CEOs on the show. So Rodolfo, what does being a CEO mean to you? I think being a CEO is um, showing up for others, fully showing up for others in a way that we can all work together towards greater well-being, right? And, and, in that, by that I mean, it's like, I think true, the true definition of a CEO should be that in the sense that we're not creating well-being for everyone that we're working with and that we're impacting. Then one, it's like, we're probably not creating a sustainable business, right? Because people at some point are going to recognize that we're taking advantage of them, right? And then uh, two, if we're not doing it, then we're basically shooting ourselves on the, like on, on the foot, right? So the other way around is like when we recognize that we uh, are fully showing up for others, so that we are creating greater well-being for all, then we are creating virtuous cycles or virtuous businesses, which are truly sustainable. And then uh, we could, because we th those are going to derive in more intense relationships, um, loyal relationships, greater engagement from employees, right? So we're actually creating good for everyone, right? And that's, and that's for me, that would be the true definition of success, right? It's like if we can leave a legacy that we're proud of. Definitely appreciate that definition, Rodolfo. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get hold of you, get a copy of the book and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Right. Wonderful. I think the, the, to wrap it up, my recommendation would be dare to look within and to deal with what comes up. Because mm -hmm. as we expand, we help others around us expand. And when I say others, it includes our business, it includes our, our, our organizations. So um, I love this quote from John Mackey, and I can't repeat it exactly, but it's some, it goes something like, when I recognize that I was holding my business, I recognized that I was holding my business back. So when I got out of the way, my business actually grew, right? Um, that's not exactly a quote, but it's really close to that. Right? And, and I think that's, that's the greatest thing we can do is look within. Um, and um, yeah, if you if you want to get a hold of me, you mentioned my uh, website, which is serleader.com. You can find a link to the book there, um, the, an online program, uh, Being Leadership Online Program that comes with the book. Um, and you can get a hold of me right there. Um, also follow me on, on social media, which is my name, Rodolfo.carrillo, on basically every any platform that you want. So. 
Awesome. 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 I truly appreciate that, Rodolfo. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too. And I I definitely appreciate that last piece as well. So many times if we aren't afraid to kind of look within and look at those things um, and and deal with them, as you said, and and, and not ignore them, it allows not only for us to grow, but allows for our organizations that we lead to grow as well, too. So I appreciate you for arming so many people with that knowledge and information, of course, us today. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.